تعالی فی القرآن المجیر والفرقان الحمید فاعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم قل یا عبادی الذین اسرفوا على انفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمت اللہ ان اللہ یغفر الدنوب جمعہ انہو هو الغفور الرحیم رب اشرح لی صدری ویسر لی امری وحل لقدتا من لسانی یفقہو قولی صدق اللہ صدق اللہ مولانا العظیم وبلغنا رسوله النبی الكریم ونحن على ذالک لمن الشاہدین والشاکرین والحمدللہ رب العالمین My dear respected elders and brothers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't create us to punish us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us iman Allah has bestowed us with iman Allah made us from the ummatis and the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted us deen islam and made us the followers of the best system of life and the system of deen islam. This in itself is, is uh, proof of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't create us to punish us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows very well that insan is weak. He is going to make a lot of mistakes. There's going to be a lot of shortcomings. He is going to commit gunas and sins. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created a means of escape for insan, a means of salvation for him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made a means by virtue of, to of tawbah. That a person seeks the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely forgive him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the verse which I, which I recited, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qul ya asrafu ala anfusihim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala very lovingly addresses his creation. Allah very, very lovingly addresses us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Oh my banda, oh my servant. Although we commit so much of wrong, we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many aspects of our life. We upset Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many things we do. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still referring to us as my banda, as my slave. Qul ya ibadi. O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell them that I am saying, tell the people that Allah is saying, my banda, my servant, ya ibadi. Alladheena asrafu ala anfusihim. The one who has oppressed himself by committing gunas and sin. When a person commits a guna and sin, he doesn't decrease the status of Allah in the least. But when a person does any good deed also, he doesn't increase the status of Allah in the least. But a person who remains in sajda from birth to death, on the day of Qiyamah when he sees the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will regard that sajda of his to be insignificant. If it was possible, for a person to remain in sajda from birth to death on the day of Qiyamah when he sees the greatness of Allah even that sajda he will regard as insignificant. When a person makes the tasbih of Allah and he says Subhanallah, glory be to Allah and most pure is Allah. Then by him saying that he hasn't increased the purity of Allah, he has increased his own purity. He has increased his own status in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by making the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So likewise when a person commits any guna and sin, he hasn't harmed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the least bit. He hasn't decreased the status of Allah in the least bit. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alladina asrafu ala anfusim. Oh my banda who has wronged himself by doing this wrong, by, 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 by committing these crimes. 
and by committing gunas and sin. But then Allah out of his mercy says, La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Don't ever become despondent of the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is absolutely merciful. Comes in one hadith that some uh, prisoners of war were brought in, you know, and amongst them were women and children also, because when wars take place, sometimes everybody gets caught and they got they, they, they get brought in or get taken in. So they were brought to Madina Sharif and now and the Sahaba were sitting there, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa was sitting there and amongst the prisoners of war there was a woman that was running frank, frantically from one person to the next and amongst them, she was running frantically amongst them. She was looking for her child. Eventually she spotted her child, she quickly goes and she grabs the child and begins to caress the child. You know, holds the child tight and eventually begins to feed the child, breastfeed the child. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam noticed the Sahaba Kiram watching this woman, you know. So Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the Sahaba Kiram, do you ever think that this woman can take that child and throw it into the fire? So they said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, never. Look at the amount of love she is showing towards the child. What affection she is expressing towards the child. She will never do a thing like that. So then Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the Sahaba Kiram that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves his creation and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us even more than what that mother loves the child. That is how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is towards his bandas. In one hadith, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna Allah ta'ala yabsutu yadahu bil-layl liyatuba musi'un nahar. That during the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls out to that person who committed gunas and sin during the day. Allah Ta'ala calls out to him so that he may make tawbah. That the, so that the one who committed gunas and sin during the day can make tawbah, can ask Allah for forgiveness. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala calls unto him. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala wants him to make tawbah. And during the day also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spreads out his arms. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls unto that person who at the dead of night, in the darkness of the night, he had committed gunas and sin. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Until such time that the sun will rise from the west. In other words, the doors of toba are open until just before Qiyamah. As long as a person makes toba and he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely accept that toba of his. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when a person makes toba. One woman came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and she said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that I have committed adultery and I want to be punished in this world. I want my, I, I want to be cleansed of this guna and sin. She says, I've committed adultery and I'm pregnant also. So Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called her guardians, her walis, called the guardians and said, take care of her, look after her until she gives birth. And according to some narrations, until she weans the child also. After that, she was brought, after some time, she was brought back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And because she confessed to that guna and sin, then she was given that punishment which is, stone, which is stoning to death for adultery and fornication or for, for adultery. After uh, she was punished and she passed away, she died. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam got ready to perform the janazah salah of that woman. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, are you going to be performing the janazah? Whereas the woman has committed adultery. She has committed a heinous crime. Are you going to be performing the janazah? 
Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to Umar radhiyallahu ta'ala no oh Umar if her toba was distributed among 70 of the men in Madinah Sharif it would suffice for them she presented herself to be exonerated and to be freed of the guna and sin so that on the day of qiyamah she can go with a clean slate before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to forgive and Allah wants to forgive as i mentioned Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not create us to punish us Allah wants us to make toba and istighfar Allah wants us to seek his forgiveness we need to become constant in the in the seeking of forgiveness from the courts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore Allah ta'ala says la taqnatu min rahmatillah don't ever become despondent of the, of of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah's mercy is vast Allah's mercy is very great one person came to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he said wa wa dunuba wa dunuba and he's crying yeah, that i committed so much of gunas and sin and i am sitting with this burdens of guna and sin and he's mentioning it to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam very remorseful very regretfully sitting in the company of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he's crying about his sins so nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam called him forward and said say Allahumma maghfiratuka awsa'u min dhunubi wa rahmatuka arja' indi min 'amali So he said that say say again Allahumma maghfiratuka awsa'u min dhunubi wa rahmatuka arja' indi min 'amali said say again he made him say it a few times and say it again say it again then nabiy karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam said okay now get up and leave all your gunas and sins are forgiven what is the me- the meaning of 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 it Allahumma maghfiratuka awsa'u min dhunubi Oh Allah your forgiveness is much greater than all my sins no matter how much gunas and sins you have made the mercy of Allah supersedes all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is much more greater than that wa rahmatuka arja indi min amali and i am more hopeful in your mercy than in my own actions on that yes we have to perform salah we have to give zakat we have to fast these are the amals of deen and, and these are the uh, the the responsibilities of every Every, every muslim every muslim but there's no guarantee that you're going to go to jannah because of your salah there's no guarantee you're going to go to jannah because of your zakat there's no guarantee you're going to go to jannah because of your amals of deen but yes if you go to jannah then by virtue of these amals but through the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rejects all those amals of us who can question allah so a person will be uh, what you can say a person will be muhtaj and dependent on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we shouldn't have hope on the on our amals yes we have to f- fulfill the commandments of Allah but our hope should be on the mercy and the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that when we stand before Allah on the day of qiyamah Allah showers us with his mercy and his maghfirah ulama explain and they say based on this verse la taqnatu mir rahmatillah Don't ever be despondent of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala based on this ulama explain and say to become despondent of the mercy of Allah is a guna on its own it's a major sin on its own that a person says no me i'm finished now you know I, there's no way out for me i've done so much of wrong i'll just have to go there and face the consequences of my sin a person should never ever say 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 that because no person will be able to bear the consequences of his sins on the day of qiyamah no person will be able to bear that 
Therefore, we have to be constant in Tawbah. We have to be constant in the seeking of the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who is masoom. No gunas and sin upon him. Even if there was any, there was nothing. Even if there was, Allah has guaranteed forgiveness for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But yet Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, according to one, one, one riwayat, 70 times a day sometime, and according to another narration, 100 times a day, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes istighfar. This is in order to teach the ummah that a person like Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes tawbah and istighfar 70 times or 100 times a day, how much more should we not make Tawbah and Istighfar? We all hear in the month of Ramadan about the Laylatul Qadr, what a powerful night, what a great night it is. And if anybody gets that night, then it is as though you have worshipped worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 80 years, plus duas are accepted on that night. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and says to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Nabi of Allah, if I get the night of Qadr, if I get Laylatul Qadr, what dua should I make? What dua should I make? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam could have told her that make dua that you get Jannat or make dua that you cross the bridge over, over Jahannam. Make dua that you get saved from the azab of the Qabr. Or you can make dua for things of the dunya that you have afiyat and you have a good life and good health and this and that. You could have asked for many, many a things and it's an entire night. It's an entire night. There's so many things you can ask for the entire night. So she asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell me what should I ask from Allah? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told her, you must say, Allahumma inna ka'afoon tuhibbul afwa fa'afwanni. Allahumma inna ka'afoon, oh Allah you are most forgiving. Tuhibbul afwa, you love to forgive. Fa'afwanni, forgive me. So, so simple. But then if you sit down and you ponder over this, then you will realize that in just asking from the forgiveness of Allah, everything else comes in. Everything else comes in. Your health comes in that. Your wealth comes in that. Your kabar comes in that. Your akhirat comes in that. Your crossing of the pulsirat comes in that. Everything comes in the seeking of forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Hazrat Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam when he uh, was advising his people, he said to them that Istaghfiru Rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara Seek the forgiveness of your Rabb. He is so forgiving, so merciful. Istaghfiru Rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara Yursil sama alaykum midrara wa yumdirkum bi amwali wa baneena wa yaj'allakum jannati wa yaj'allakum anhara Then he gave them the benefits of seeking istighfar. If you seek istighfar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase you in your wealth. Allah will give you more children. Allah will give you health. Allah will give you this. Allah will give you that. He explains to the people that just in seeking the forgiveness of Allah, you, your doors of success are going to be open. Your doors of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to be open for, for you. A lady came to Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And she said to Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu that I committed a heinous crime that is adultery and I'm pregnant, I, and I was pregnant. I gave birth to the child and I murdered the child. Is there a way out for me? Is there repentance for me? Those were the early days of Islam. So Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu said to her that for you there is no honor and there's no way out for you. You have destroyed yourself. So she began to cry and she said, this beauty, has it been created for Jahannam? She began to cry and wail and she walked away from there. 
She got up and she walked away. After the Fajr Salah, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala who goes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that this one lady came to me and this is what she said. And this is the reply I gave her. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam shook his head and he said, Oh Abu, oh, Abu Huraira, that's the most inappropriate thing you have mentioned to her. And you have told her a terrible thing. Have you not read the Quran? وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَدْعُونَ مَعَ اللَّهِ لَانْ آخَرَ وَلَا يَقْتُلُونَ النَّفْسَ الَّتِي حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ وَلَا يَزْنُونَ وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ يَلْقَ عَتَامًا Have you not read in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first makes mention of the Ibadur Rahman, the pious servants of Allah? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the pious servants of Allah, they abstain from these gunas and sin. They abstain from adultery, fornication, from theft, from murder, all these things. وَمَيْ يَلْقَ أَتَامَ يُدَاعَفْ لَهُ الْعَذَابُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَيَخْلُدْ فِيهِ مُحَانَ And those who indulge in these gunas and sin, then their punishment is very, very, very severe. But then further Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ وَعَمِلَ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّدُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتِ مَحَسَنَاتِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا but then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after making mention of all these gunas and sin, and the severity of those gunas and sin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, but a person who makes tawbah, person who makes tawbah, makes istighfar, seeks the repentance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, makes amends, he changes his life, he makes amends, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only forgives him, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed those sins of his into good deeds. How relenting and merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. That when a person commits a guna and sin, or when a person commits a good deed, immediately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards him with ten rewards. In fact, the ulama explain, based on the, on, the, on the hadith, that when you intend to do a good deed, your intention only, you get one reward. When you go on to fulfill that intention of yours, you get ten rewards. And based on your sincerity and the manner in which you, you fulfill that duty and the good deed, your reward is multiplied many folds. Up to 700 to go into thousands also. But when a person commits a guna and sin, the hukam is given to the angel that just hold it. Perhaps my banda will make tawbah. Perhaps my banda will seek forgiveness. It is not, not, not recorded. If the banda for some reason complacent, neglectful, he does not make tawbah, then it is written down as one guna and sin. But if he makes tawbah immediately, he seeks the forgiveness of Allah, then instead of writing it as a bad deed, it is recorded on the right hand side as a good deed. See how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So what we need to do is turn to Allah. We need to ask Allah for forgiveness. Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu went back to that lady and explained to her what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi had to say. She fell immediately into sajda and said, how beautiful is Allah, how wonderful is Allah that he has made a means for me, for my, for my repentance. Immediately thereafter, she freed her slave girl and the child of that slave girl. She freed as appreciation of, the, of her tawbah and, and the forgiveness that she received from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So no person is a write-off. لا تقنتو من رحمت Never ever become despondent of the mercy of Allah. No person should think himself to be a write-off. Neither should we ever think somebody else to be a write-off. Never ever think anybody else. Everybody, the doors of Toba and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is open for each and every person. 
But this much is there, you find in the ahadith, even in the verse of the Quran. Inna Allah ta'ala yaqbalu tawbatal abdi ma lam yugharghir. Your tawbah will be accepted until such time that there is soul in your body. Or just before you go into the throes of death. When you go into Sakrat, then now the doors of Toba will close for you. The doors of Toba will close for you. And once the doors of Toba closes for a person, it is too late. That, that is why further in the ayat which I, which I recited, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ That turn towards you Allah. وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ Come towards Allah. وَأَسْلِمُوا لَهُ And subjugate yourself before Allah. مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَكُمُ الْعَذَابُ ثُمَّ لَا تُنْسَرُونَ Before such a time when the azab of Allah will come, some of the commentators say when mort comes, and then you will witness the azab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ثُمَّ لَا تُنْسَرُونَ And there will be nobody there to assist you and to help you. وَاتَّبِعُوا أَحْسَنَ مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَكُمُ الْعَذَابُ بَغْتَةً Follow that beautiful tariqah which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed through Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before such a time when the azab of Allah comes so suddenly, when mort grips you so suddenly and there's no time now left for tawbah. We have the opportunity now. No person knows when he's going to go into sakrat. Allah has given us the opportunity now. All we need to do is turn to Allah. أَن تَقُولَ نَفْسُ يَا حَسْرَةَ عَلَى مَا فَرَّتُ فِي جَنْبِ اللَّهِ وَإِن كُنْتُ لَمِنَ السَّاخِرِينَ Otherwise a person at the time of mort will say how unfortunate for me. I've been neglectful towards the commandment of Allah. I've been neglectful towards this most merciful Allah. And now it is too late for him. He will wish that he can go back into the world and it is too late. There is no turning back again. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. مَنْ لَزِمَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ A person who is particular with Tawbah and Istighfar. جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مِنْ كُلِّ هَمِّنْ فَرْجًا وَمِنْ كُلِّ دِيكٍ مَخْرَجًا وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْتُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ That a person who is constant with Tawbah and Istighfar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always find a way out for him in every difficult situation. Every worry and anxiety of his Allah Ta'ala will, will, will remove. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him risk from such sources which he never even thought of. So we want good life in this world. We want a beautiful life in the qabr and in the akhirat. Lazim al-istighfar. Let us hold on to tawbah and istighfar. Many ulama explain and they say, Haji Bay Abdul Wahab sahab, in the last part of his life before he left this world, he used to emphasize a lot of tawbah and istighfar. But us making tawbah and istighfar, a lot of the situation in the world also, inshallah, will be rectified. We will be saved from many, many fitnas, etc. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillah. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن إله إن الله أشهد أن إله إن الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيانا صنا حيانا صنا حيانا الفانا حيانا الفانا الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله
الحمد لله الحمد لله يعلي ذات عظيم صفات سمي سماد كبير شان جليل القدر في ذكر متاع الأمر جليل برهان فقيم الإثم غزير العلم وسيل الحلم كثير الغفران جميل الثناء جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان سريع الحساب شديد العذاب شديد العقاب أليم العذاب أزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر المنعوت بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر وصلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحد الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاع ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم البدع فإن البدع تهدي إلى المعصية ومن يأس الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وأجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوه فإن ربكم مجيب الدعين واستغفروه يمدركم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخلين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم أستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يتع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يأس الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يسلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى وأصدقهم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى وقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه 
ইনকালাহ <laughs> ইনশাল <coughs> ফন <laughs> ওয়াই <laughs> সমিয়ান <laughs> 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 
الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين القارعه ما القارعه وما ادراك ما القارعه يوم يكون الناس كالفراش المبثوث وتكون الجبال كالعهن المنفوش فأما من ثقلت موازينه فهو في عيشة راضية وأما من خفت موازينه فأمه حاوية وما أدراك ما هي نار حامية الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر السلام عليكم ورحمه الله السلام عليكم ورحمه الله الحمد لله رب العالمين والاقبه للمتقين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين اللهم يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واجعلنا مسلمين لك ومن ذريتنا امه مسلمه لك وارنا مناسكنا وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم اجعل أولادنا برا تقيا وأمتهم في الإسلام نباتا حسنا اللهم يا مقلب القلوب تبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إن قلوبنا ونواصينا وجوارحنا بيدك لم تملكنا منها شيئا فإذا فعلت ذلك بنا فكن أنت ولينا وهدنا إلى سواء السبيل اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان اللهم اجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم اجعلنا من المهدين اللهم اجعلنا من عبادك الصالحين واجعلنا من الذين لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم إنا نسلك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين